This is rushed. Easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And I'm your host, Andy Pate, and I'm joined by secret overlord of KLZ, Luke Cashman. How are you today, sir? Doing well. It's not a Friday. It's not a Friday. I'm usually here Fridays. Now, Luke, for those who don't know, because I know we get constant calls from all the women out there who, let's just be honest, they want Luke. It's true. Okay? I think all women in America want Luke, and it's a common affliction. My wife is married. She's very upset about that. <laughs> and, you know, the um, – but Luke now has a girlfriend that you brought in here from California. Was this a mail order thing or yeah, uh, California was, brides? Or? It was like a transplant, like, in order to escape because they locked it down to prevent people from leaving. Now, ca- well, okay. Got, yeah. yeah, I kind of figured. Now, California, of course, is a very liberal, controlling state. Yes, famously. So I just want to know, even though you're the secret overlord of KLZ, is she the overlord at home? Yes. Oh, absolutely. So you're controlled at home. And so everything you do to us here is kind of you taking out your bitterness about being suppressed at home. Is that what it is? You've got it down to a T. Okay, I kind of figured. You have a successful career in psychoanalysis in your future. It's just so cool watching you walk down the hallway. Everybody shakes. I like that. Okay. (laughs) Now, another person, when he walks down the hallway, people definitely shake. It's Eli Bremer. He's on the line right now. Eli, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Andy. How you doing? I'm doing great. Now, Eli Bremer is joining us this whole hour for today's big topic. What is a rhino? That's right. We're doing some good old-fashioned name calling today. So if anyone wants to call in and call anyone, even me, a rhino, our number is 303-477-5600, or you can use the text line. John is usually in a spot where he can relay text. That's 307-200-8222. And by the way, for anyone who calls in, 303-477-5600, your first word should be, Andy, you're a rhino. <laughs> I think I, I just need to be called one. Um, starting off strong. Yeah, I'm starting off strong. Okay, Eli, let's jump right in here. What is a rhino? Republican in name only. What does this mean? Well, Andy, you're a rhino. See, I just wanted to get it kicked off correctly. Thank you. Um, (laughs) So now 100% for sure you've been called a rhino today. You know, my wife wife calls me a mino, a man in name only. (laughs) I pick on her Uh, nonstop. I love to do it. Go ahead, Eli. Let's go back to talking about rhinos. That's a little more convenient topic. We'll, we'll save that other one for later. Yeah, that, the other one's disturbing. That's so, hour two. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> hour two. <laughs> go ahead, Eli. So, yeah, the, the term rhino's been around a while. It's, it's gained more popularity lately. And it's, as you said, it's, it's, the term is Republican in name only. But, you know, as with all labels, if it, if it loses its meaning, 
or if people change its meaning, it's kind of hard to tell what it actually is. And what we've seen lately, the last probably five or ten years, is that it's been used to call anyone who's the opponent of the person using it a rhino. So if you were to ask me what is the closest synonym to the word rhino, I would say it's racist, because that's the same word that the Democrats use if they don't like you. You know, they say, oh, you know, we don't like your views on taxes. You're a racist. Uh, and then you're sort of canceled in the Democratic Party. So as it's been used of late, it's the cancel term in the Republican Party. Basically, it's a grenade that everybody throws at those they disagree with, right? Effectively, yes. And, and to date, I have not been able to really pin down a, a firm description of it. And if you look back in time, in 2016, you were a rhino if you supported Donald Trump. Uh, today, apparently, you're a rhino if you don't support Donald Trump. So I, I don't think it does or cause a whole lot of good to have a word with no meaning that floats around that people use. Um, it would be better if we actually defined words and said, you know, this is what conservatism is. This is what it means. You know, and we'll get to the Trump supporters here after a while, because let's face it, they are the ones who use the term the most these days. And it has basically come to be known as anyone who does not support Donald Trump is a rhino and that that's kind of what it's come to be known as. And Eli, I think you make a great point, though. Early on, we have to keep in mind Trump is a moderate politically. Okay, a lot of his views are very moderate. When you come to abortion, his view is pretty much the same as Nikki Haley. When it comes to a lot of things, he is more moderate than, say, if you were to compare him to Ron DeSantis, DeSantis is well to the right of Trump. And I don't say that ripping on Trump. I think Trump has outstanding views. By the way, I think his foreign policy is absolutely magnificent. That's my view. Okay, but a lot of people today in the uh, Trump movement are using the word rhino constantly. But before we take a look at them on that, let's take a look at where this started in the modern era. Because, Eli, isn't it safe to say, I mean, isn't it fair to say that moderate Republicans started this by failing to deliver on promises? Okay? I mean, look look when Bush had total control, right? He had a lot of Congress. He had a lot of support. Did they secure the border? No. Did they cut spending? No. And look who Bush gave us as a Supreme Court justice, John Roberts. My gosh, you know, what a disaster that's been. And so I think a lot of times what we're really seeing is a backlash to what the moderate Republicans did earlier. Is that fair? Well, I, I think that's true. And going to your, your assessment of Donald Trump, I would, I would say it's less that he's a moderate and more that he has more populist views. Uh, right. Not as conserv- not as traditional conservative views. And so, again, I, I was savaged in 2016 when I joined the Trump campaign. I was the national spokesman for the Trump campaign and, and called a rhino by the Ted Cruz supporters. Um, and, and now it's, you know, it's completely turned. And so it, it, it has gotten confusing. And you're right. Over time, there have been Republicans who did not deliver on promises. I think of read my lips, no new taxes. Uh, uh, but the politics sort of comes in cycles. And, you know, we saw a big revolution when Ronald Reagan got elected. Uh, that brand of republicanism really lasted for the better part of two decades. Then George Bush came in and it sort of changed a little bit. And I think Donald Trump has also changed sort of where the center of the Republican Party is. I think I think you're right about that. Well, here's something that I don't get. Many of the same people, Eli, who are throwing around the term rhino, are also the quickest to say they won't vote Republican if their fellow Republicans choose candidates they don't like. 
Okay, Like I said, we'll get to the Trump supporters in a moment, but here's a prime example, Ron Hanks. Now, he is Colorado GOP ballot and election security committee. He represents them. He's putting out emails. And my first question is this. What is he doing? What the hell is he doing in that position? He campaigned against the GOP candidate in the last Senate race here in Colorado when he didn't win the primary. What is he doing working with the Colorado GOP now? Isn't he a rhino? I mean, he churned on us. A Republican, shouldn't a Republican be at least in some way, shape or form loyal to the Republicans? Go ahead. You know, you you would think so. And, you know, Ron Hanks is an interesting case. I got to know him when I was campaigning uh, for the U.S. Senate. and He was another another candidate in the race. Um, He he did not win the primary. It wasn't even close. Notably, the Democrats spent, you know, between five and ten million dollars trying to get him to be the candidate because they felt like he'd be even easier than Joe Day to run again. Right. I saw the ads. And by the ads, by the way, the ads were very clever. And they were designed to really help Ron Hanks. They helped him as much as they could. Oh, absolutely. And, and they were very straightforward about it. The, the Democrats, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to guess. They, they were very straightforward. They did that around the country uh, successfully in some areas, like in uh, New Hampshire. They got an unelectable candidate across the finish line in the primary and, and held that U.S. Senate seat unsuccessfully here in Colorado. But after being aided by the Democrats, Ron Hanks went out and campaigned against the Republican nominee and was, was explicitly clear on that. But going back a little bit further, uh, in 2010, Ron Hanks ran for the first congressional district in California as a self-avowed moderate Republican. He, he ran under a different name. He changed his name for reasons that are unknown to me. Uh, but he ran under the, term, under the name Leslie Hanks in California's first congressional district in 2010 during the Tea Party Revolution and did not get elected because he was effectively a moderate, he was pro-choice, he was very sort of a liberal Republican. So I find it interesting that a man who has actively campaigned against Republicans and who has you know, disavowed Republicans goes around, and he used the term rhino extensively during the campaign and since. Um, and I find that quite disturbing because, again, it, it, you know, words should have meaning. Uh, and, and I do get concerned when Republicans don't hold up their end of the bargain and, and enact conservative change. But using that label for him is, is kind of a joke because he's, he is what most people would describe a rhino. Well, yeah. And Eli, we have to keep in mind, if you are a liberty voter, okay, it doesn't just mean vote for pure liberty, purist, purist, purist. And I can understand. We'll get to the purists here in a bit. But you need to use your vote to advance the most liberty available from numerically viable options okay like my my favorite person is jesus he's not in the race okay if i if i vote for jesus he's probably not going to win all right and maybe you need to vote for so when you looked at the at the last race and here in colorado and you had the republican and you had the democrat going against each other one of those two it was a 100 percent certitude certainty that one of those two was going to be the next senator okay and here ron hanks was campaigning aggressively against the republican and bashing him and calling on all his supporters in the primary to follow him and vote for a libertarian so he was only drawing votes off of one guy the republican he wasn't drawing any votes off the democrat well since only one of those two can win ron hanks was helping the democrat win 
Is there any other way to look at that, Eli? There's no other way to look at it, Andy. And, and this brings up a, a sort of a central point that you and I have had discussions about over time, which is a deeper philosophical question. Are you conservative because of what you say, or are you conservative because of what you do? And you see a lot of people now who I think are kind of snake oil salesmen in the political, uh, in the political world who like to go out and tell you things that you want to hear but that are not true. Now, in you know, less kind situations, we would have a term for that, and that term would be liars. Um, but that, I, I don't believe that what you say makes you a conservative. I think that what you do and what you accomplish makes you a conservative. So if you are out there campaigning against the more conservative candidate of the two who are elected, you're not a conservative. You're acting as a liberal. You're acting in support of liberals. Well, yeah. And so you're helping them win. That, well, that's correct. And so one of the things that I think has been lost in the modern era of politics is really holding our politicians' feet to the fire and saying, are you just telling me what I want to hear or are you telling me the truth? And, and going back, not to pick on Ron Hanks too much, but another great example, when we were campaigning, he came out and said that uh, he had studied the federal budget and that he could cut the federal budget by 70%, to which he got a standing ovation. Well, here's the problem. If you add together the interest payments on our national debt plus, uh, plus the Department of Defense, that's over 30% of the entire federal budget. And, you know, it, it was a great soundbite to get people to clap and applaud but if you're telling people things that are not true, are you a conservative or are you a liar? And I would propose maybe you're more of the latter than the former. Um, and, and I think we need to get back to the point where, like I said, we hold our candidates' feet to the fire. We hold our politicians' feet to the fire and say, don't just tell me you're a conservative. Show me by your actions. Show me what you have accomplished to lower my taxes, to improve my gun rights, to, you know, to protect parents' rights over their kids. That's where I think we need to be as conservatives. Yeah, I think there's a big difference, and we'll talk about this later in the uh, hour, about those between those who demand more liberty and those who advance more liberty. And I think there's a real difference there. Hey, I'll tell you what, Eli, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about loyalty to the Republican Party and what that means with this whole rhino discussion. Sound good? Sounds great. Okay, see you then. Uh, next up is Bruce Simmons with American Liberty Mortgage. He believes in liberty. If you're 62 or older, call Bruce Simmons, and he'll show how a reverse mortgage makes your home investment pay off right now. Give him a call at 303-467-7821. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914 American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Dr. Scott Faulkner, he doesn't serve Big Pharma. He only serves you. For a total approach to your total health, call Dr. Scott at 303-663-6990.
Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Level Engineering, Alan Davis got solar for my home. And now our energy rates stay the same while they go up for other people. To get all information and no pressure, call Alan at 303-378-7537. Alan Davis understands how important energy independence is. And he wants you to know how to kick the power company to the curb. Worrying about outages and the cost of extreme changes in the unforgiving Colorado climate creates anxiety. Creating your own power gives you peace of mind. No more stress about leaving your lights on when you want to, running the AC to stay comfortable, or regulating your power use because it's all your power. You will have more protection against EMP events, cyber attacks, solar flares, and more because you don't rely on public utilities to supply your power. You own the power plant, so you won't have surprise fluctuations in the bill because it's hot or cold outside. Say goodbye to surprise power bills eating into your lifestyle. Alan Davis of Level Engineering has the solution you need for complete energy independence, and he wants to share it with you. So reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com solar today to learn more about how solar will change your life. American National Insurance, Paul Lewinberger would love to help with all your insurance needs. And if John recommends him, you know he's the best. Call Paul at 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush is out for this entire week. He is taking a much-needed vacation. He's a hard worker. Yes, he is a hard worker. He is, folks, for you who don't know, uh, John Rush is the quintessential workaholic, both him and Charlie. Yeah, that's very true. Luke and I never do anything. 
No, Never. the fact that we're on this show is... We are slovenly yeah. bums. Yes, we are. Okay, um, by the way, that is Luke Cash who's joining me. And on the line right now, we have Eli Bremer. I am Andy Pate, by the way. Eli, I got another problem with those who are not loyal to the Republican Party. And what I mean is this. Either the candidates or the followers of candidates who say, if my candidate or someone like him or her is not the candidate, then I'm not going to vote. And I have another problem. Eli, they're not just opposing the other candidates. They're opposing all our fellow Republicans who help nominate them. Well, that's right, Andy. And it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and and, and I, I caught the wrath of this in 2016 working on the Trump campaign. I, I didn't start as a Trump supporter. I, you know, it was around the time when it became apparent, it was before he won, but it became apparent he was going to win, that I said, you know what, he wasn't my first choice. But this is an easy choice for me because it's going to be him or Hillary Clinton. And let me tell you something, Andy, and I'm going to catch flack for saying this. If Donald Trump's the nominee, I will vote for him again, and I will tell everybody to vote for him because the choice between him and Joe Biden is so painfully clear. And he will, if he is the Republican nominee, I will support him. But let me tell you something else. If it's Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis, they will have my full support, too, because I'm a Republican. I understand the political system. And I know that what we need to do is defeat the other side and get the most conservative candidate who is capable of getting elected to actually win. It just blows my mind, Eli, listening to people who say, I will only support, I'm going to bail on the party. I'm going to bail on, really, America. And I'm going to bail on all my fellow Republicans if they don't vote for my candidate. You know, and, and here's the thing that gets me also, Eli, is that strategy only works if nobody else does it. Okay. It only works, let's say the Trump supporters, okay, because they're the main ones who are doing it right now, but in another election, it'll be somebody else, okay? And by the way, I will definitely vote for Trump. I'm, I'm ready, ready to vote. But they're saying, um, if Trump is not the candidate, we're not going to vote, or it's got to be Trump or maybe at, the mo at least Vivek, okay? Otherwise, we're not going to vote for the Republican ticket. We are going to sit at home. And that only works if none of the Nikki supporters and none of the DeSantis supporters and none of the Vivek supporters and nobody else, nobody else's supporters do this. Because if all the other supporters say this, then Trump has absolutely no chance of winning in the general. So what they're, well, they're, they're using a strategy that can only work if nobody else does it. Do you see my point? Well, let's, let's flip this on its head. How awesome would it be? If the Democrats said, you know, if, if Kennedy is not the nominee, we're staying home. I would fully support that. Oh, yes. I would love <laughs> to see Democrats who said it's either Kennedy or, or I'm sitting at home. Okay. So think about this from a tactical perspective. If you look at it and say, gee, I'd like my opponents to do it, then you probably shouldn't want to do it to yourself. That's, that's dumb strategy. And so... In the same way that saying, if my favorite candidate doesn't win, then I'm not going to support the Republican. That's a great way to make sure that Republicans don't win at all. And, it's, and, it, and by the way, it, it doesn't help get Republicans elected. It doesn't even help get your candidate elected. Oftentimes, it's the second or third time someone runs before they win office. Right, because you're and, also alienating all the other Republican voters. One second, Luke has a comment. I was just going to say, is it really that surprising, though? I mean, when you look at it, the 
sort of foundational ideals that exist within the Republican Party are that of individualism. It's individual responsibility. Right. Right. It's individual rights. And when you have a subsection of the population whose entire mindset surrounds individualism, well, of course, when their candidate isn't the one on the docket, they're out of the fight. Versus the Democrat side, the liberal side, their entire ideology centers around, you know, power through the masses. Their entire system of thinking is all about get everyone together and on the same page. Republicans will vote for the best candidate. Democrats will vote for the Democrat candidate. Well, that makes sense because, let's face it, Democrats are collectivists. They're the Borg. They are the Borg, right? And whereas Republicans are trying to herd cats. What do you think, Eli? Well, I, I, I will also point out, though, that this does exist in the Democrat Party. Go back and look at Bernie Sanders supporters. This is true. Very true. They, and and they, they knew that Hillary Clinton really, you know, did, did them wrong. And, you know, a lot of them uh, did probably did set out the election. And that, that's one of the reasons why Donald Trump won the election in 2016 was because you had collectivists who are, you know, at, at, every, at everyone's core nature, we are selfish. I don't care if you're a Democrat and you avow collectivism, you're still selfish. Um, and so we see that that's the harm that it was done to Democrats. But as individuals, right. we have a choice. We can do that which is most productive and advances our conservative values, or we can do the thing that is not the most productive and advances liberal values. Okay. And that's what every individual has to choose. Okay, let me take a shot at somebody right now, Mitt Romney. Okay, we're saying that you, you, we're all saying, hey, man, if Trump's the candidate, we are on board. We're ready to vote for him, but we'll also vote for the other ones. Mitt Romney doesn't think so. He says that he would vote for a number of the all the Democrats over Trump or Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, look, if you have no loyalty to the Republican Party, aren't you a rhino? I mean, doesn't doesn't being a Republican at some point say that you need to be loyal to your team, Eli? Oh, ab- absolutely. And, and Mitt Romney has had a quite an interesting run of it. Uh, people forget that back in 2008, he was supposedly the conservative grassroots liberty candidate. That's the lane he ran in. And then in, in 2012, obviously, he had repositioned himself. And now he's, you know, all but a Democrat. I mean, he's probably going to go running right into the arms of CNN along with Ken Buck. And so it's, you know, it, it's very frustrating to see that because whether it's disloyalty from, you know, someone who prides himself on being a moderate like Mitt Romney or someone who pretends to be a conservative like Ron Hanks, either way it's disloyal, and, and both of them are wrong for Republicans. Okay. Hey, tell you what, Jim in Denver, hang on because I don't want to cut you off too quickly. I want you to have a little time after the break. First, let's go to veteran windows. It's getting cold, so keep the heat in with windows and doors that are high quality and great looking. Just call veteran at 303-529-0720. Veteran windows and doors realizes that your front door is your home's signature statement, and they can perfect the design and installation at a fraction of the cost. You want a front door that is energy efficient, durable, and increases the value of your home. That's why Veteran uses Provia Signet doors with the highest quality materials and customization options to match your home's unique style. Owner Dave Bancroft is confident he can beat any national company's price for Provia doors by 30 to 50%. There's no reason to pay more for the same door. And Provia recommends Veteran Windows and Doors for installation of their products because they know that Veteran uses a stricter installation method above what is required. 
you get a gorgeous, right-for-your-home door at the best price and installed correctly. To design your home's new front door with veteran windows and doors, go to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, when you're looking at used cars, you want good selection and the best inspections. Ridgeline has both, and you can find them at 303-442-4141. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Cub Creek Heating and Air. With winter coming, you want plenty of options for the most efficient, reliable heating in your home. Call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek, 303-656-5467. As the cold winter approaches, so does the dry winter air. And Cub Creek has what you need to keep your house from drying out. When the climate in a home is too dry, it can lead to annoying things like dry skin, static shocks, nosebleeds, and allergy issues but it can also lead to serious health concerns, such as respiratory issues like asthma, immune system problems, and sinus infections. In addition to the health issues, dry air in your home can decimate hardwood floors, cabinets, and other wood in your home, leaving you with costly repairs in short order. Cub Creek partners with April Air Humidifiers, and they can accommodate any size or style of home with both steam and fan-powered humidifiers. And if a whole home humidifier isn't right for you, Cub Creek will recommend a smaller unit that they trust. The Ream certified pro partners at Cub Creek genuinely care about your home and comfort. So reach out today by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today. Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime, and Pops Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pops uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing, and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. 
That's klzradio.com slash garage. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Luke Cashman. On the line, we have Eli Bremer and we have Jim in Denver calling in right now. Jim, am I a rhino? Oh, absolutely, you're a rhino. So am I. Yes! But I've worked so hard guy, to become so. Go ahead. <laughs> the other guy's a Trump tard, so. Jeez. You know, <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> what can I do for you, Jim? No, I'm enjoy- i got a couple minutes. I'm enjoying the banter back and forth, uh, but uh, I'm still trying to figure out what uh, Donald uh, J. Trump uh, did for the Republican Party over the last uh, period of years. I mean, to me, the CARES Act in 2020 was um, socialism mainstream. Um, he was a deficit multiplier, um, and we don't even have to talk about what happened after him. Um, I mean, but I mean, there's only one reason why uh, Sleepy Joe um, is president right now, and I think that's because uh, the Democrats are five and zero after uh, the Manhattan businessman uh, led our country um, somewhere. Well, uh, Jim, I will say this: Trump, the Republican Party has not been popular with Trump at the helm i look there's no way around that they use they try to tie every single republican candidate to trump in every single ad but while trump was a big government republican no denying that he also did help us break into a number of demographics much more than we ever had and certainly in the midwest he also helped us break in with uh males especially hispanic males we've done very well with him and his ideas on the border and foreign policy are gaining a lot of steam eli what do you think well i I think i think john you just hit the nail on the head which is largely why we're having this jim jim uh it it is sorry jim my my bad my bad uh so it's i I think it would be better if we simply had a fair analysis of of what various different people do versus what they say because I, I find it ironic that people that the Trump people are calling others rhinos because you're absolutely correct. Trump, there were things that you could critique Trump on that he did not do a good job on. And there were things that he did very well. I'm a pro-life Republican. I think he had a, tr- a profound impact along with, by the way, Mitch McConnell, who's been heavily demonized. Uh, but, but without Mitch McConnell, we probably still have Roe versus Wade as the law of the land. Um, and so I think the, I, 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 grew, I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh. And I think Rush brought us a, an intellectualism in the Republican Party, in the conservative movement. And I think we would benefit from getting back into that and talking about the issues and then saying, you know what, there are parts of Donald Trump that I'm OK to like and there are parts that I'm OK to dislike. And then when it comes to elections, let's let's choose the, the person that is most likely to get elected who's going to advance the conservative agenda. All right. Well, thanks. Hey, Jim, great, yet, Jim, great comment. But before oh. you leave here, uh, who, who do you like in the yeah. primary? Anybody but Trump. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's, a, he's a double agent Democrat, as far as I can tell. I, do, I, I wouldn't agree with that, Jim. I actually think Trump oh, governed. I think, I think he governed when in terms of spending. I'm with you. I mean, he was way too big of a spender. Okay. You, you got him. 
But I think in terms well, Andy, of hold on. in terms of crime, Andy, in terms of the border, in terms of a lot of things, I think he was actually well to the right, like I abortion, like like his uh, uh, Supreme Court appointments. Go ahead, Eli. Uh, so, Andy, the question to Jim is: Is is Donald Trump a rhino? No, Trump's, Trump's the one that stole the Republican Party. It's no longer the Republican Party. It's Trump's party. He's got all the money. He's got uh, many of the voters. And uh, it's now Trump's party. It's a train wreck, and the, tra- the train cars are still falling off the track. We haven't even started cleaning this up yet. Is Trump going to save America? Is that what you're telling me? It, do, no, I'm... Are, who are you, which one are you speaking to? I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead, Eli. You feel it. Yeah. So, no, I was I was described. I was talking about how elections are about actual choice. I think I made it very clear and I'll repeat it. In 2016, Donald Trump was was not my first choice. I I doubt I will publicly come out on a primary candidate. However, I do believe that when the general election comes, it would be beneficial for all of us to support the Republican nominee. That may be Trump. It may be Nikki Haley. It may be uh, Ron DeSantis. But we will have a decision to make this year, and that's going to be to continue on with Joe Biden or to go a different path. And I think reasonable people can disagree about how much better than Biden candidate A, B, or C is. But I think, I think anyone who's intellectually honest would likely say that any of the Republicans who are out there will do more for our values than the incumbent who's in the White House. I think on Definitely. that. I mean, I mean, the only reason that uh, he's in the White House is because uh, Trump quite literally put him there four years early. I think it's completely unrealistic to think and expect me as a uh, conservative to, to think that a Manhattan businessman is going to save middle America. That, to me, is just ridiculous. Well, Jim, I got, I got to be honest. I don't know about where he's from, Manhattan or wherever. I do know this. Huh? He's way better than what we got. We got to move on, Jim. Thank you so much. And, Eli, I got to ask you this. If we, is party loyalty important? Okay, because I'm hearing from a lot of people right now, it isn't. If I don't get my guy or girl, I'm not going to vote. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bail why is party loyalty important? Why is the Republican Party important? Because you got these people out there thinking, hey, man, we can split it up into four or five different parties and do like Europe. Why won't that work? Well, we're, we're a different system. Most of Europe is parliamentary democracies, and how they're set up is, is such, such a way that you can have five, six, seven, 20 different parties, and they get representation in parliament based on that. Given our system of government, uh, it trends toward this sort of binary system. It trends toward the two parties and a yes-no decision. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because it gives voters a very straightforward choice. You can choose candidate A or you can choose candidate B. Regardless of how we feel about it, that is the system. When I was an athlete, um, I didn't have the opportunity to change the rules. I had to look and say, what are the rules? And how do I best maximize my chance of winning within the rules? And in politics, it's the same thing. The reality of it is, based on how our elections are done, that it's going to be one of the two major parties who wins virtually every election and, and probably you know, president and, and, and Congress uh, completely will be done by two parties. Uh, so, so it's just nothing but naive 
to think that a third-party vote is a productive vote. Look, the bottom line is, Eli, if we splinter on the right, the left will not. So if you try to go third-party or fourth-party, what you're going to create is one-party dominance. You're going to get California. That's what you're going to get. Well, that, that's correct, because, because, Andy, that's the actual decision that you're making. Right. And, and this, again, comes down to the central concern I have, is that we have a lot of people that purport to be Republicans, but they're not, in, they're not embracing reality and they're selling a false, you know, they're selling snake oil. They're saying, you know, vote for the, the quote, liberty candidate that's not the Republican in the general election. Uh, the time to make your voice heard is in the primary. That's why the last time I was on your show or the last time I was up in the, in the studio with you, we were talking about why we should not cancel the primary. Because I think it's important for people like Jim, you know, Jim, I, I appreciate the fact that he wasn't hurling names around. Uh, I think he can have an intellectual discussion, and I respect that he has come to his decision using logic. I might disagree with certain parts of what he said, but we need to have those debates in the primary, and then we need to get behind our candidate in the general election. Okay. Hey, uh, up next is John from Cheyenne. John, you are in Cheyenne. That is the land of Liz Cheney. Are you a rhino? Never have been, but oh. let's... And- <laughs> You cannot, and I'm going to defend somebody that I don't want to. Liz Cheney, based on her voting record, was nowhere near a rhino. Liz's problem was she was a swamp dweller, generational. Everything was for the Washington inside. And I met her in early 2016 before she got elected to Congress the first time during the primary season, and I mentioned Trump to her, and she goes, we can do better than that. So from day one, she was not a Trump supporter. You know, John, and so, let me add something to that. You're right. She's a swamp dweller. So is Mitt Romney. Let me add something yeah. with both of them, though. They made it personal. It got personal yeah. with them. It's not just that they don't like Trump's beliefs. They don't like Trump the person. And I think they made it right. all about that. They're not just rhinos. They're petty. Right. And that's why we sent her back to uh, Virginia with the 38-point loss. Right. Exactly. So, you know, she, but you can't call her a rhino based on her voting record. No. Which, Trump's which, by the, way, by the way, John, that says something because even these people who want to equate the two parties, you've got a lot of people, especially a lot of Trump supporters. I'm being honest. I talked to them online. They want to equate the two parties. Oh, Republicans are no better than Democrats. Oh, yeah? I think they can all agree Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney are the worst of the worst in the Republican Party from their perspective. And yet they vote about 90 plus percent right in line with Trump. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And here's the other thing, Andy. When you look at it, 2017 to 2019, the the Republican House and Senate did everything they could to defeat Trump's policies. Paul Ryan was no friend to Donald Trump. No, I agree. Hey, John, we got to run. Thank you so much. Have a good one, you Andy. bet. Eli, we're going to come back after the break. I want to talk. We're going to talk to Josh, who is a county chair. And also, Eli, I want to talk about where do we go from here? How do we unite and get a little get past the name calling and work together? Sound good? 
Sounds great. All right. Up next is High Five Plumbing with friends and family coming for the holidays. The last thing you want are plumbing issues. To get everything running right for, you know, or just for an emergency number that you will remember, call High Five at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Low water pressure can ruin your day. But high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes, so when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure, so High Five installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure, so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control, or even just to find out if it is, call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE, or go to klzradio.com plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair. Mobile estate planner Michael Bailey doesn't want your Thanksgiving ruined by arguing again this year. What a great looking dinner. It sure is good that we could all come together and eat some turkey this year. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, you know, I sure do wish Mama could be here. She'd probably get closer to leaving us. Hey, I wonder what her plan is with her collection of presidential chia pet heads. Hey, those are mine. She promised. She said I could have them, and she wants them on display at her funeral. You can keep whatever you want, as long as I get the money to pay off my RV. She ain't going to pay you nothing. She already said I'm taking over the finances, and I'm getting a boat. Woohoo! That settles it. We're calling that mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, I heard on the radio. He'll come to her and he'll know how to make it all official. And he works quick. This holiday season, give your family something they can really use. An estate plan that keeps them from arguing at the dinner table. Contact mobile estate planner Michael Bailey by going to klzradio.com slash estate and get your house in order. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that now is the time to start planning for retirement. The older we get, the faster time seems to pass. 
Having Al coach you through your retirement plan means you won't waste a second. He will ensure that your retirement accounts respond quickly to changes in the market and changing regulations. Al Smith also knows that the most successful retirees he's helped have come to him long before they retired. Retirement may seem far away, but everything is relative and those days will pass faster with each sunrise. You want to enjoy the best days of your retirement. Travel, give, volunteer, and truly live in your retirement by contacting Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. Registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Josh is on the line right now. Josh, you got about a minute. Go ahead. Andrew, I appreciate you having me on. You bet. uh, Eli, hopefully you're doing well, staying safe. Uh, When (laughs) I first got involved in Colorado politics, there was a very few group of people that were in Republican areas that probably were Democrats if they were elsewhere. But it's developed once, you know, last few years into basically leftists using the terms right wing, such as Joe Rogan and Elon Musk, is what this small group is just flinging out there, calling people rhinos, very good conservative constitutional Republicans that have for decades, even longer before I got out of the military, have been involved in Republican uh, campaigns, donated and, and pounded the pavements way before this group that are just slinging rhino around. I mean, in most of them, a lot of them haven't been Republicans, yet they're using Rhino. They they're unaffiliated from Republicans and become independent, and uh, they use the term Rhino. And the hypocrisy is painful. And again, I'm still waiting for um, the vision moving forward in Colorado. We have to give voters, uh, you know, the majority of voters, not just the purists, but the majority of voters, a vision for a better Colorado. And it's not happening. We have to give donors. Uh, who have been abused by this group that's using the terms rhino, reason to donate again, because they're not. Okay. And then we have to, you know, we have to save our state, and this is not the way to do it. Okay, what do you think, Eli? No, I think Josh has has absolutely hit the nail on the head, and it's been frustrating for people who have been out there fighting in the, you know, fighting in the trenches, and I've had a fairly high-profile spat with an elected official who just three years ago was not even a Republican, who now runs around and calls everybody who's not him a rhino. And, and it, it's not productive. And if we want to win back Colorado, if we want people like Jared Polis to not be running our state and pushing things like Proposition HH, we are going to have to come to terms with this and say we need to compete for the hearts and minds of the electorate, not with the hearts and minds of the electorate. And that's something that Democrats in the state have done really well. This is a center state that has become a Democratic hegemony because Republicans have acted in very foolish ways. We call each other names. We, we, we fight over internal battles and then don't come back together. And we don't demand that party loyalty in the general election and call people out and say, you're campaigning against a Republican. You're not a conservative. You're supporting Democrats. You're not a conservative. Okay, sounds great. Josh, thank you so much. We've got to let you go. We've got we to finish up here. Okay, Eli... 
Where do we go from here? And let me, let me kind of set the table and then you're going to finish up. There are so many people and they, they call themselves purists, but honestly, they disagree, they disagree on what is pure. All right. But they want everything fixed right now. And I can understand why they're upset. They've lost so many liberties. They've lost so many freedoms. And now they want it fixed. And anybody who doesn't demand that it all be fixed right now, they call a rhino. Here's the problem. There have been all these voters across Colorado and America have spent decades of indoctrination from socialist schools. They are dominated by the big four, and that's the media, academia, entertainment, including sports entertainment and big tech. That's who regulates all the knowledge out there. Okay. And so I think while they want everything right now, 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 and if you don't want it now, you're not pure, there's no strategy that can suddenly take all of America that has been programmed by the big four, by education, and suddenly make them conservative and agree with us. There's got to be a strategy to get from A to C. There's got to be a B in there, Eli. And so I'm just saying, I think that going forward, we must agree on one central message, and that is more liberty. But let's discuss how to get there and how to get there with all these people who have been programmed in that way. And I'll let you take it from there. Well, you know, Andy, there's a friend of mine who had a great saying. He said, you've got to get your politics right before you get your policy right. And what he meant by that is if you don't win elections, you don't get to influence the policy. Right. So oftentimes we as Republicans will get so tied around the axle with the finer points and the finer differences between our views on abortion or taxation that we forget that the bigger issue out there is what's going to happen if we don't win the election. Now, that doesn't mean that when you win an election, you shouldn't act. I, I, hold it, I hold Republicans in 2017 responsible for not dismantling the Affordable Care Act. Agreed. And many of those who held up dismantling the Affordable Care Act are the same people that called other people's rhinos because they, the, the true policymakers understood that they had to get a majority in both the House and the Senate in order to dismantle Obamacare. And our founding fathers said, this is how your government works. It requires compromise. It requires working together. And one of the the central things I believe now about politics is, again, look at what someone actually does. Mitch McConnell, I could argue, is the greatest champion for the pro-life movement because his effort actually led to the dismantling of Roe versus Wade. So while others might call him a liberal, I look at it and say what he actually did was very conservative. And I think we need to hold our elected officials up to that standard, because what that means is that they can't hide behind their, quote, voting record. I don't really care about someone's voting record. I care, did you get me a more limited government? Did you enhance my liberties? Or did you stand by and respond to special interests and voter ratings groups and allow the Democrats to run roughshod over my rights and my liberty? Well, once again, really, really quick here, really quick here, Eli, once again, we can't decide how conservative someone is by how much liberty, liberty they demand. We have to decide by how much liberty they advance with their actions. Go ahead. you got a minute left. Well, and you, you would never hire a plumber who tells you all the right things but then doesn't actually fix your plumbing problem. And so we, we should treat our politicians the same way. We should, we should do the homework and actually ask the question, are they hiding behind a fake voting record or are they doing the hard work of politics to find a way to win and to advance our conservative principles. And I'm going to tell you something, Andy, those are oftentimes not exactly connected. And and people who've been around a while and seen this have seen that the folks that yell the loudest about how conservative they are are often the ones who behind the scenes are selling us out 
because they're not cutting the deals in order to, to help us actually advance our agenda. You know, I don't think we can name call and demand our way to liberty. I don't think we can name call and demand our way to victory, Eli. I just don't think we can do it. And I understand. I'm not against name calling. I get it. I understand labeling. It makes things simple to understand. But Eli, I don't see a good path forward unless we come together and start understanding, look, people on both sides of the Republican Party have to strategize on how to win all those Americans who are being, let's face it, peppered with liberal arguments every day from the big four. You got 20 seconds. Finish up. Well, and Andy, I, I think this is a call to action to get back to the intellectualism that people like Ronald Reagan and Rush Limbaugh brought into the Republican Party. We need to have serious discussions about what our policy is and then serious discussions on how to actually win elections. All right. Thanks. That is Eli Bremer, folks. And thank you for listening. That's it for our number one. In our number two, Luke and I are going to look at favorite Thanksgiving leftovers. Quite the change up. And what we need to do with that, yeah. We'll look at some politics, too. And uh, Richard Rust will join us to talk about those playoff-bound Broncos. So keep it right here on Rust Reason, KLZ 560.